Nearly 13 minutes past eight. Nitrogen might not sound like an obvious culinary ingredient, even liquid nitrogen, but it has been involved in a range of recent buzz products from nitro coffee to cold snacks. Suddenly, public awareness has spiked as a 12-year-old boy recently suffered a hole in his stomach after he ate so-called dragon's breath from an eatery at a water park in Chonan, North Chungcheong province. This is a snack that had become a popular treat because of the smoky vapour that emerges from it. It had appeared on television. It turns out that the liquid nitrogen injected to create the vapour was the cause of the damage uh, that uh, the boy managed to ingest some of it. Uh, He did receive surgery and is on the road to recovery, we understand. But there was also a case in Great Britain back in 2012 that sparked similar controversy when a teenager had her stomach removed after drinking a cocktail also containing liquid nitrogen. But what's the sensible response to shocking individual cases like this? Let's bring in Professor Stephen Mako, who works out of the Environmental Sciences Department at the University of Virginia, is is the uh, editor-in-chief at Nitrogen, a geochemist, and has used liquid nitrogen to make ice cream for school children on occasions, apparently, using cream, fresh strawberries, sugar and liquid nitrogen. Thank you very much for joining us today. Good morning, Alex. Um, so as we've established, I think, through your own research, ice cream, that's one option. Coffee, too. Nitro coffee, a big hit in many countries, including Korea. Um, what's the big benefit of using liquid nitrogen? Just get, getting things really cold really quickly? Uh, what else does it do? Yeah, yeah that's uh, pretty much it. What, it. what it is, by using liquid nitrogen, which is like minus 200 centigrade, uh, it makes really tiny crystals in anything you, that you mix it with. And it happens fast, and so that's what my story with making ice cream with the kids uh, was that you, know, you can stir up all these ingredients right in front of their eyes, and instantly you can have this uh, very delicious ice cream uh, that you can hand out in uh, small amounts because it's so high in sugar. <laughs> and so uh, I guess that's uh, pretty much it. Okay? Things come out creamier, uh, and you uh, and it's um, very cold, so... The, the side light is the other thing that, you know, the dragon's breath uh, candies is that you do have this little effect uh, that you can now breathe uh, frozen uh, water vapor through your nose if you wanted to. So, If you wanted to. And, and apparently lots of people do want to. But yes. is that a step too far when residue of the liquid nitrogen can be left in a cup filled with this dragon breath snacks or anything else similar to that? Well, so my, and this goes into any cautions I might have, I don't think this is something that should be put in the hands of children because when it's served, uh, they uh, take the candy or trick cereal or something like that and they uh, pour liquid nitrogen over it or infuse it and that's still safe in the hands of someone who's properly trained. But what what happened, and I don't know all the circumstances for the British case or the South Korean case, is that they uh, had liquid nitrogen still in the glass that it was holding. And when the person finished, there was a liquid, and they drank it, which is incredibly dangerous mm. uh, because uh, it's going into your mouth and your you know, the temperature is not uh, minus 200 centigrade, and you can get instant freezing of uh, anything that it touches. So. so the Ministry of Food and Drug Safety here does allow 
liquid nitrogen to be used as a food additive, uh, obviously factoring in the fact that it can be very safe when handled properly. The, the problem is we are then relying on people not to make mistakes and when you make the odd mistake, even one extreme case can put many people off these types of snack. What's your response to the hype that comes with that sort of well, incident? And, and it's true. If for people that are not given uh, the cautions uh, that this is something that is incredibly cold and if you overindulge, for example, if you pop a lot of these uh, candies in your mouth, what you'll end up doing is chilling down your mouth and you could have some freezing effect inside of your mouth. There's a parallel, very simple parallel. If uh, I know South Koreans love tea and you and you make the tea that's with boiling water and you wouldn't drink it right away, would you? And uh, and so you would burn burn your mouth. Mm. And so the same thing is with liquid nitrogen that, you know, that's 100 degrees above, you know, the, the freezing point. And if it's uh, it's 200 degrees below and you put it inside of uh, something you could uh, a lot of it inside your mouth. You could have this um, like a freezing. So it's like instant frostbite. But if you drink it, you know, and and like the child uh, did, uh, you could have serious damage. So I think it's the instruction and putting it into the hands of people that are. I would have that you have confidence that they're old enough to understand that. And uh, and I think also that. Uh, the people that make uh, not only the um, the uh, dragon's breath candy or uh, the nitro coffee or even there's there's uh, bars now that are freezing alcohol yes and putting it in you know and if a person in a bar realizes that that lump of ice that's floating uh, temporarily inside of their alcoholic drink is frozen alcohol and that might be at minus a hundred degrees and you don't put it in your mouth because no. it's going to hurt you. Anyway, Again, in a bar environment, people might be emboldened. They might simply not have the awareness. Is the gimmick worth the the risk? That That's, I suppose, something we might want to ask ourselves today. Pound of sharp 1013 for 51 per message. Uh, Professor Mako, I just wanted to double check. Is there anything particularly toxic about liquid nitrogen or any form of nitrogen? Um regardless of the actual temperature to put the residue in your mouth? So the air is like 78% nitrogen, and so we're breathing it all the time. And so if nitrogen has liquid nitrogen, it expands by a huge amount going from liquid to gas. If you were in a small room, and like if you're trying to do this on your own, and the air became filled instead of with oxygen and nitrogen, it became mostly nitrogen, you could be asphyxiated. And there have been some cases like that. So, you know, that's the only toxicity of nitrogen itself that I could uh, possibly think of. It's, there's a really neat application for the gaseous nitrogen now, is they're injecting it in these uh, containers where they might sell meat, you know, plastic, uh, plastic wrap containers. And that's removing the oxygen. It's doing the same thing with the fix asphyxiation, but it's removing the oxygen so the meats don't uh, change color from the oxygen this fast. So it's a it's kind of a present preservative. And so nitrogen itself, as liquid nitrogen or as gaseous nitrogen, is totally non-toxic. The danger is when you have the really really cold stuff, or if you have too much so that your lungs aren't getting oxygen. 
uh, that's where the, where it comes in. So really cold. Think about ultimate frostbite. You know. Um, that you could um, be really hurt yes. or in the hands of a person that's not knowledgeable about it. So like in my own laboratory, we commonly use liquid nitrogen to freeze out gases and purify them for machines that I call mass spectrometers. Well, when we freeze out the gas, you know, we're handling it very carefully. We're wearing safety glasses. We might be wearing gloves if you're pouring it. And if you get uh, the liquid nitrogen on something, uh, you could you could get frostbite. You put a drop of liquid nitrogen on your skin, and if it sits there long enough, you will see a white dot on your skin where it's killing cells. Well, the government so, might want to think about safety regulations for some of the vendors, at least to make sure they're aware of the risks when they're handing these snacks out. Uh, but I think a big takeaway for parents out there is treat these liquid nitrogen snacks as you would boiling tea. And whether you'd yes. put that in the hands of your three-year-old, for example. Professor Mako, thank you very much for joining us today. Okay, thank you for having me. Have Great to have you on the line. Professor Stephen Mako, University of Virginia, and editor-in-chief at the appropriately named Nitrogen.